Michigan's Upper Peninsula is my home and Escanaba is my hometown. I'm Craig Warple. Hometown Escanaba connects with the people, activities, and newsmakers of Escanaba and the UP. Join us for more interviews at hometownescanaba.com. Now let's find out what's going on. J.L. Hyde is joining us here this morning. Author J.L. Hyde, thank you so much for coming in. Thank you so much for having me. Jamie, the last time that you were here, you were talking about a book that you wrote called Delta County, which took the county by storm, by the way. (laughs) You were surprised by the reaction to it. Still am. (laughs) In fact, it kind of helped you decide that that was something you wanted to do full time. Yes, sir. As you were coming out of the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes, sir. So you wrote two books. You've been busy. Yeah, two books since I've seen you last. Summer of 99. What's that one about? Um, It is a summer camp murder mystery set at a fictional summer camp in the Upper Peninsula, but based on my days at Camp Bottawagama in Iron County. (laughs) Okay. A lot of people know that camp. (laughs) They sure do. Will they recognize it when you describe it? Absolutely. And I get a lot of emails saying, wait a minute. Like what? Tell me what things. So the layout of the wise. camp okay. is exactly the same um, as Potawatomi. Obviously, the names and events have changed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, there's there have been no murders at the camp that I'm aware of. You're not basing <laughs> um, it on a true exactly, huh? but a lot of the friendships that Maybe I made the experience at camp, you wanted to have. Right, right? <laughs> I would have been writing a lot sooner. <laughs> <laughs> Then the uh, next one called Midnight Delta County. So that is a sequel that ties Delta County and Summer of 99 together. It's a sequel of both books and kind of makes both worlds intersect. So what's it been like for you? Insane, overwhelming, (laughs) exciting, uh, all of the above. You're getting a lot of reaction outside of the Upper Peninsula as well? Yes. So it started with just a whole lot of hometown support um, and then, you know, support nationwide. And now I'm I'm seeing overseas sales. It is just really, it's been life-changing. So. What are they saying about it when you're seeing the reviews? That they want a vacation in Delta County. <laughs> <laughs> but you're writing about murders. Yeah, isn't that funny? They said, oh, it just seems so quaint and wonderful. And I say, it is. Come visit in the summer. <laughs> the winters are not for the weak of heart. Too um, cold for you this week? Right. Oh, yeah. This forecast is scaring me a little. (laughs) Home for the holidays, are you? I am. I'm home until Christmas Eve. And you took advantage of it by having a book signing of all places at a winery. (laughs) Sounds like a book title. I (laughs) I can see that coming. (laughs) Murder at the winery. (laughs) Uh, Is that it? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to be at Lee's Garden Winery. I am. Thursday. Thursday, 5 to 8 p.m. And Mm -hmm. I will have all three books for sale. Um, And I'll also be signing books for those who already have them. All right. Does the signature get a little more sloppy the more you... (laughs) more wine you get. The more wine Tony sets in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I've got go. it down to a squiggle. <laughs> How did you uh, get that place? Um, you know, I, I became friends with Tony. Um, I don't even remember who introduced us, but the last time I was doing a little book tour of Michigan, someone said, uh, you should really check out this winery in Escanaba. So he reached out and we just kind of became quick friends, quick, quick acquaintances. And I said, I have time for one signing when I'm home to see my family for a couple days. And he said, let's do it Thursday night. So... This is my last signing of the year. Down by, down the block is the Canterbury Bookstore, and they've yes. been having your books for sale. Yeah, they have been so supportive of me, and I, I believe they'll be at the event. Mm-hmm. So um, they are stocked with my books, and they will take over any stock that I have left over from from the signing as well. If for anybody that needs last minute Christmas presents, <laughs> I don't remember. Are you self publishing? I still am. Okay. Yes, yes. So you have books then that you have been 
ordering Mm -hmm. over and over again? Yes, yes. Just give us an idea on how the sales have been. Are they where you want them to be? Um, More than I ever dreamed of. It's Yeah, since the last time I've been here in the studio, just everything's changed. It's just, um, it's been wonderful. A lot of uh, people with a lot of influence online have somehow gotten hold of my books and, and talked about them on social media, and I just can't. I can't even explain what that does to somebody like me that's just self-publishing and doing it myself. Uh, so it's just been really exciting and a, a lot better than I ever dreamed. So I'm I, I'm just permanently overwhelmed, I think. <laughs> I'll get used to this sooner or later, but it's just been really... I've been very lucky. I think I heard that you actually had one inquiry about a movie with a guy with a connected here. Is yes, that right? so they actually ended up optioning the rights. Did they really? Uh, yeah, I was actually or Delta County. talking to him as I walked in here on the phone. Um, they optioned the rights to Delta County. That's Jack Hearn, uh, right? Jack Hearn, mm-hmm. um, and then his partner, Alec, who, you know, is very well connected in Hollywood, is currently making a movie now. Um, and They also did one on Northern Michigan University. They did. They mm-hmm. did a award-winning documentary. Um, so I think it's in really good hands. Uh, but I always tell my friends, they say, why don't you give us any updates? I say, because I don't even think about it. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> you know, it's too wild to even think about. So I, uh, they call me with updates every once in a while. I do know that they're pitching it as a 10-part miniseries, but I know nothing about Hollywood. I don't know the chances of this actually getting made. I'm just very hopeful and optimistic. And it's just... It is exciting to think about. <laughs> well, a miniseries would be a little different. I was thinking Tom Clancy movies, they're pretty uh, darn good. Yes, yes. <laughs> but don't fall into the Grisham, John Grisham's movies. They always change the plot. I hear that. And uh, just, yeah, so hold tight. <laughs> yes, okay? everybody's like, don't let them change the Delta County plot. I'm like, well, I don't know how much say I have. But he with, with Jack having Escanaba roots, I think he'll, he'll treat it very well. <laughs> so I'm excited. You said that you're getting reaction even overseas. Yes. So, and I don't know how. I just, um, I get the sales reports monthly and I've started, I started seeing some sales coming from Australia, Canada, the UK, and I have no idea how they're even finding out about the books. What do you think the attraction is? Obviously they have to read you know, the introduction or something that says, hey, this might be interesting. Well, I think people really love small town mysteries. Um, One of the uh, one of the people that has really, really (laughs) helped um, my journey is uh, Rachel Cruz. She's the daughter of Dave Ramsey, the finance guy. She has her own shows and books. Well, she somehow got a hold of Delta County, read it, posted about it. And she said it's like a Hallmark movie meets an episode of Dateline. (laughs) And I thought that is just that's perfect. So I've started kind of describing it that way. And I think um, people People just love that small town mystery. I think people love that it's not overly like gory or offensive. You know, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people let their teenagers read it. Although it's a murder mystery, there's nothing too over the line in the books. Um, and I think it's just been a, a good mix to to attract people into reading the murder mysteries. So. You said that you don't quite understand and you feel a little overwhelmed. Yes. You feel a little scared that this doesn't work? Every day. (laughs) Every day. And my friends, you know, try to get me to, you know, calm down. You're doing okay. Just, you know, enjoy it. I'm like, I can't enjoy it. (laughs) What if everybody stops reading these books tomorrow? Um, So I just, it's overwhelming and exciting, but I'm just really, really trying to calm down and enjoy it in the the moment. But it's a lot easier said than done. (laughs) We're talking about three books. You actually have four. I do have four and a fifth one coming out in April. All right. Yes. So the first one was actually not a UP book. It was not. Are you constant? No. Have you been sold now on UP books? Uh, yeah. Well, um, this the new book that I'm writing is actually Northern Wisconsin. So okay. I'm venturing out a little bit. Um, but after Delta County became popular, my first book, Underground, kind of saw a resurgence sure. <laughs> in sales. So that's exciting. And I, I Oklahoma has been a second home to me. So to see um, that book getting a little attention now has been really exciting. <laughs> 
the new book then is about what in northern Wisconsin? Well, Any it's, cheese heads in there? Uh, oh, there will be some cheese heads. It's a cul-de-sac murder mystery. So, cul-de-sac. Yes, okay. that's all I can tell you for now. And it'll be out the first week of April. Any place that we know in northern it, fictional, Wisconsin? Fictional. Um, I mean, the way that I describe the location, I think you can probably <laughs> draw some conclusions of where I'm describing. We'll say north of Green Bay, <laughs> okay. but it's going to be in a fictional town. How about your writing ability? Uh, last time we talked, uh, you, you explained a little bit on how you do it. Mm-hmm. Has that changed at all? Um, so I have just become a really good listener. I just try to, I, you know, anytime I'm in a room, I try to do a whole lot more listening than talking and just really kind of seeing other people's lives that are a lot different than mine. So I'm, I'm not just writing from experience. Um, I do a lot of listening to podcasts, listening to audiobooks, you know, watching true crime shows. And I just try to do a lot of listening and, and taking in. And then at night, I just think, how could I spin this and kind of make this my own and make make a story out of this? Um, and I always, if I'm going to take somebody's life <laughs> or something that happened in their life, I always ask permission first. So I'm not, you know, just sitting in a room and listening to your stories and using them without mm-hmm. authorization. So I always tell somebody, I always say, can I use this in my next book? Is that okay? And they say, well, of course, if you change the name, that's okay. So you pick pieces all the and time then, and then just kind of hang on to those pieces yes. and then insert them kind of a thing absolutely you write from the beginning to the end um i make outlines okay. i just make outlines of where i want the story to go and sometimes i adhere to them and sometimes they just kind of these books get a life of their own and i might come up with a different idea on my morning walk and think oh no i need to change the ending and i'll run back home and change it how can you change the ending i know isn't that kind of major um well actually something funny that a lot of people don't know only the people very close to me know is that the ending to summer of 99 was changed a week before i released it (laughs) a week it just didn't feel right and it was keeping me up at night i think i probably slept two hours that week and all of a sudden it came to me no and and so i ran to my laptop and i changed the ending without even thinking and uh my my proofreaders loved it and we went to press (laughs) with it so i would never um tell somebody in the publishing industry that i did that (laughs) but that's the benefit (laughs) of self-publishing you know i don't i don't have a boss telling me i can't do something i don't have an editor telling me i can't do something so i just did it (laughs) and it and it turned out people love the ending so it's you have proofreaders you said i do all right so that helps you take care of any problems that you might yes because when you're doing your own writing sometimes you don't notice or you might not have explained something because you know Uh, all what does the reader not know and i like to have proofreaders that are not from escanaba because they'll catch, you know, things that if I'm only having youpers proofread the books, they understand all of the locations and the references. But if I have somebody from, you know, say Oklahoma reading it, they're going to tell me if something isn't clear or something doesn't check out. Uh, so up until now, I have just had proofreaders, un- uh, happily unpaid <laughs> proofreaders. But for this new book coming out in April, I have actually hired an editor for the first time. So I have my first deadline, my first editor that has no connection to me whatsoever. Um, and I think that that's probably for the best is to have someone giving you feedback that doesn't love you. <laughs> the last time you were here, you had the book signing at the Escanaba Public Library yes. and you did not bring enough books. Yes. <laughs> I think I've done that twice now. Have you? <laughs> yes. Not here though. Oh, in Escanaba. Oh, you've twice. had other signings here? I've sold here? out twice. Yeah, I had one at the winery last year. Oh, you just didn't tell me? <laughs> <laughs> you know how I am with self-promotion. I'm so awkward. Yes, I had one at the winery, but it was the same day of the library, uh, my second library signing. I went to the winery right after um, and ended up selling out that night. But it was towards the end of the night, so I didn't feel as bad. Uh, but let me tell you, Thursday night, if I sell out, 
I don't have words because I have brought so many books. I, my, I have an SUV that I drove from Oklahoma filled with books. So I cannot imagine a scenario where I have not brought enough. But with these youpers, you really never know. You had them all line up. The one I was told about at the Eskimo Public <laughs> Library. Uh, and then you talked with them a little bit and then signed the books. Have those changed for you now? The signings? As more and more people are getting into who um, you are and what you're doing? Yes, definitely a lot more people show up. Um, so it's a little overwhelming. So I never look at the end of the line. I only look at the person in front of me. So I never know how, li- how long the line was until afterwards when people tell me because I, I'll just get overwhelmed and <laughs> nervous. So I just focus on the person in front of me. Um, I usually have my sister or a good friend next to me handling the sale of the books and kind of keeping me <laughs> mellow. Tony, of course, with the wine helps. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I, I mean, so my process hasn't really changed. I I always just try to focus on the one person I'm talking to. Um, What do you talk with them about? Oh, anything under the sun. Some of them um, just want to talk about how much they like the books. Some of them want to talk about how they knew my mother or knew my father or, you know, know know a part of my family or our connection. Um, And some of them really don't want to talk at all. They just want their book signed. (laughs) So everybody's a little different. That's what we can expect then when... You have the book signing here uh, Thursday night. Yes, yes. I'll talk about anything with you. <laughs> what kind of pen do you use? Um, I use Sharpies, and I have also so it's a learned. Thick pen? Oh yeah. Well, I've learned to bring like ten of them because that ha- also happened at a signing. I ran out Dry of ink. Out. Yeah. <laughs> so you live and learn. You make these mistakes early, and um, I also last time had to ice my wrist afterwards. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. How many people do you get? Um, probably at the winery last time, I think they told me it was about 150. Wow. Um, so that's 150 more than I expect. <laughs> so it's always just very surprising. And um, everybody's always just so kind. That's one thing that mm-hmm. everyone in line has in common is that they're kind and just happy to be there. And um, it's just th- this area supports me more than I can even put into words. Do you now tell people you're an author? I do. ask what you do do for a living? (laughs) Yes, I've just started this in the last couple months. (laughs) Yes, where I actually say, and you know, my friends will look at me and say, don't you dare say anything other than an author. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm I'm getting a little bit better, yes. (laughs) Jamie Hyde, known as J.L. Hyde, is the author of several books that she'll be signing at Lee's Garden Winery at 5 o'clock Thursday night until about 8 or whenever the line gets done or the book's gone. I'll stay there until they're all signed, yep. (laughs) Congratulations and good luck with it. Thank you so much, Craig. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. A special thanks to our sponsor, SwedishPimple.com. Check out all of the fishing lures made right here in the Upper Peninsula at SwedishPimple.com. You can continue to follow us at hometownescanaba.com. We connect with the people, activities, and newsmakers from Escanaba and Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Music